Hello everyone, welcome back to the Brown Family Podcast. Today I'm joined by two special guests, Deborah and Jessie. Hi guys. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. Oh, how are you doing? How are y'all doing? Doing good, thanks in yourself. I'm great, I'm great. So um, just so you know, your host is the same old Noloazi. And before we begin, I will start with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today thanking you for this opportunity that you have given us to be able to break down your word. Lord God Almighty, I pray that you put your Holy Spirit in us and give us fertile soil for the seed of your word to be planted so that it may be able to um, manifest and give fruit in our lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you you bless us today as we present this word and you bless all the listeners. I pray for all of this in the loving name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So um, this week's topic is why does God allow delays in our lives? Why does God allow delays in our lives? So um, I'm sure you guys have heard, you know, you know, there's, there, we're getting to something here. So when, if we were to look at John chapter 11, it is the story of Lazarus. And I'm, I'm sure you, if you have been listening to, you know, our other episodes of the podcast, you, 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 I'm sure you know the summary, but you know, you know, for 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 thoroughness' sake, let me summarize it. So it was the story of Lazarus, um, who was a close friend of Jesus. Lazarus had two siblings, Mary and Martha, and they were very close. The, the, it was a whole clique. Um, so Lazarus falls sick. And, you know, because Mary and Martha, they know very well that, you know, Jesus, you know, he, he tends to heal people and so on and so forth. They knew that he could do something about Lazarus's sickness. So they sent word to Jesus to tell him that, okay, um, our brother is sick. Um, may you please come and heal him. But um, what happened was Jesus stayed, you know, two more days where he was, and then he only came when Lazarus had already passed away. Now, Mary and Martha, Mary and Martha were kind of upset, not kind of, they were very much upset that, you know, he ended up dying um, because they knew that Jesus could have done something about the sickness that he had. He, they knew very well, but, you know, it was a thing of if, if you know, if we had called upon you and we're in such a dire situation um, and we are desperate for healing for our brother, why would you stay where you were a longer time? So if you had come earlier, we, he would have been alive. Yeah, so that, that's basically the gist of it. But now our, our main focus for today for the topic 5 and 6 of chapter 11, right? It says, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. So from the text, we can kind of see that um, he stayed a while, uh, even after knowing of the sickness of Lazarus. He still tarried or, or stayed longer. He delayed coming to, um, to, to the aid of you know, Lazarus and things like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, so this is basically what we're going to be focusing in on, on the, the reasoning, the reasoning behind Jesus, you know, delaying um, coming in to, to heal um, or resurrect Lazarus rather, because, you know, it ended up being a resurrection um, instead of a healing. So now what we're going to do is we're going to, you know, kind of discuss 
in, in more detail. So we're going to take what we see from within the text and analyze, you know, what the the feelings were, what the emotions were, and 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 try and understand um, from the text itself first before we apply it to ourselves and try and understand what the Bible presents to us, the information that um, we are supposed to um, reap from. Okay, so to my guests, what can we say? What can we say we picked up here from from this whole you know scenario? What can we say we we can pick up from you know the way the characters behaved, the way Jesus behaved? You know, yeah. What what can we pick up from that? Uh, first and foremost, what we can pick up is that Jesus loved all of them, and you know, for anyone who you know, when you mention someone is about to die, you expect a sense of emergency. You know? Yes, yes. You expect a sense of emergency, especially from Jesus who has been healing the sick. We see in this situation that, yeah, it's, very, it's a very unusual situation. Yeah, it's a very unusual situation because you expect a sense of urgency, especially when it mentions that Jesus loved them. So, yeah. You know, especially when you you see just it mentions in the scripture that Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. So you expect Jesus to to rush. You know that my the one I love is sick. You know, because even mentioned where they you even see in the scripture it mentions that Jesus, the one you love, is sick. So when you hear that, it's like okay, let's rush there quickly so I can at least heal him, because this is Jesus. Healing is nothing hard for him, basically. So when you see in the situation that he allowed him to die first, you know, in that moment, nobody would want to think or would want to hear that it's for the glory of God. You know, it's like you're expecting God to heal a family member, then they die. And then a pastor comes and tells you that, no, it was for the glory of God. In that moment, you wouldn't want to hear that. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I just look at the attitude in which Jesus um, was when um, both the sisters came to approach him, he, it's not that he dismissed them, but he was very calm in his response, that he immediately told them that um, the sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, and that the Son of God must be glorified through it. And in that response, um, the human mind, which is what Martha and Mary both had in that moment, they did not see what Jesus meant. They did not understand what was happening in that moment. But because Jesus is a spiritual being, he immediately understood that despite the condition of Lazarus after this moment, the name of God will be glorified. Amen. Whether he's dead, alive, or healed, regardless of that, the name of God must be glorified. So that's one thing that I picked up on. Mm. Amen. 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 That's very profound. And, you know... Um, even when he had mentioned that uh, um, it's not the sickness isn't unto death, or or he will, you know, he'll be resurrected and things like that, um, I still feel like oh, I mean, the fact is um, they they still said yes, yeah, he'll be resurrected, you know, in the last day and things like that. But for them, you know, it was a thing of that we understand that there's this hope after you know, death, that there's going to be the resurrection in the last day and so on and so forth. But right now, our brother is dead and we are not happy about the situation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's still a, a basis of knowledge of, okay, 
you know, um, fine, we expected him to heal him. He didn't heal him. We acknowledged that he was going to heal him, but he, uh, we acknowledged that he could heal him. Yeah. yeah. He, they acknowledged that he could do it, but he just didn't do it, so he died. But so now all they had to lean back upon was the issue of, oh, um, well, at least, you know, he's going to be resurrected in the last day type of a thing. So it was a thing of, uh, you know, what's the last resort for, for us to, you know, to be comforted at least then he'll be resurrected in the last day. Yeah. Um, Deborah, you want to say something? When we touch upon the issue of delay, we see that even in the scripture, it mentions how he stayed two more days. Yeah. And that was basically Jesus extending his trip so he could have done it in that moment. But those two more days were maybe to alter the hearts of Mary and Martha, was maybe to also alter the hearts of Lazarus because you are in that position no knowing that Jesus loves me, so he's my boy, he's my friend. Even the Bible says our friend Lazarus yeah, is yeah. dead, you know. So Lazarus could have also been like, okay, Jesus is definitely coming. I'm going to give him maybe two hours, he'll be here. Mm. I'm going to give him three hours, he'll be here. And that's in the human sense is delay, but then in the spiritual sense, I can say is a is what we call long-suffering. I If... If anybody knows me, they know I don't like that word. <laughs> but that long suffering is basically an in like enduring a certain period of time. Mm. And maybe that's what those two days were meant to be. Yeah. And for Martha and, and Mary, they were just looking at it as okay, it's been two hours, where is he? It's been twelve hours, where is he? Forty eight hours, this guy's not breathing anymore. Where is he? You know? So yeah, that's that's what I just wanted to touch on in terms of what delay looks like and what the scripture mentioned as delay. Mm, yeah, no, that's true. Because at the end of the day, we we understand that God's time is not the same as our time. You know, It's not the same as our time because at the end of the day, you need to understand when God says he's going to do something, eventually he'll do it, even if it's not at the time you had expected him to do it, you yes, know? Yes. So at the end of the day, it's a need for them to still trust God, basically, you know, because many of us, we find ourselves in a position where we don't trust God, you know, like uh, uh, during the Monday service when we were speaking about this, the question was, what if what you're waiting for has an expiry date? Mm. Like, yo, God, did you not hear me? Yeah. You know, I've been praying, you know, and... People even go to the extent of fasting, you know, yes, asking yes. people to pray for them. And then what you're waiting for doesn't happen. But then you see, because you serve a living God, the registration dates can even be extended because of you. Yes, you know, other yes. people may feel like, no, it's because the university, many students didn't apply. But because there's one student in that place that serves a living God, the mm. registration dates will be extended mm. so we need to understand that in as much as it, it may seem like a delay for you it is a t it is a period of extension of god's goodness in your life basically mm. so yeah wow wow you kind of also touched on um the deeper application question so like the the question i would like to pose is how do we react when god does not do things for us at the time we expected you know um you know, you made you mentioned deadlines. You mentioned mm. deadlines. So, and you mentioned that sometimes we tend to, you know, doubt um, whether or not he heard us, or or um, 
whether or not he understood type of a thing. Yeah. Um, but Deborah, what, what, what would you pick up? Um, what can you say is one of the ways we tend to react um, when things don't happen the way we expected or when we expected rather? Um, we can see in John 11, 21, um, now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And that's basically the attitude that we all have. We have the attitude of lamentation, complaints, mm. where we are dissatisfied, where we even forget other things that God has done previously. Yeah. Um, we are now in the attitude of sulking. Now you're like, okay, if he couldn't do this for me, he's definitely not going to do anything else. Yeah. I know for me personally... Um, Last year was a trying time for me because there were things that I prayed for. Those things had expiry dates. Yeah. And I like I had those expiry dates highlighted. Mm. And when it didn't happen, I was so broken because I was like, okay, what was I praying for? Yeah. When I called your name, did you even listen to me? Did you hear me? And that's basically what Martha was saying in her attitude. She was basically like, but we called on you. We told you to come here, but and you wouldn't have died. Yeah. You assured us. Because if you listen to what Jesus says, he says, this sickness will not lead to death. Yes. So yes. basically, you reassured us that he's not going to die. Mm. But right now, we have a corpse that is smelling. And yeah. That's decaying, deep. a situation that has become so grave that you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Because when you're questioning God, now you're like, what can you do? Mm. There's nothing you can do about my situation right now. We are so far gone. Yeah. So that's usually one attitude that we have. I would say I've seen people be grateful and have the attitude of gratitude. <laughs> I am not those people. <laughs> I am grateful for them because they inspire me every yeah. day. But I'm those people that will sit at the back of the class and be like, mm -mm, I don't want to listen to this teacher anymore because yeah. they are not talking to what I want to listen to. Yeah, no. And I'd like to, you know, agree with that because so many of us, when you're waiting for what you've been asking God for, you have a moment of anxiety. You know, yes, you yes. have a moment of anxiety. And then imagine someone just comes and tell you, but no, the Bible says, do not be anxious in anything. You would feel like, do you understand my situation? Yeah. You yeah. know, because so many times when someone gives you advice, when you're in your waiting period, they don't understand the, the magnitude of how you're feeling. You Most know, definitely. they don't understand the magnitude of how you're feeling. Only God does because God is all knowing and sees how you feel, you know, because we see in the later scriptures where the Jews and Mary and Martha came and they started crying, you know. Mm -hmm. Then it mentions that Jesus wept, showing that even God has compassion for how we feel, you know. Yes, He'll yes. never see that, oh no, my son or daughter is crying, and then he'll just turn away. God, God is considerate of our feelings. Register, you know, because it's final year. I'm like, okay, God, I'm about to finish. Let me finish and stuff, but, you know, Money was not coming. You didn't know how you're going to register and all these things. And to a certain extent, you feel like, okay, God, am I really your child? You know, mm. God, mm. am I really your child? Because too many times you hear in the scripture that God is a provider. You yeah. know, we even love that song, Jaira by Maverick City. And we're like, okay, God, you even worship with that mm. song. You know, you feel like you're going to shift God's you heart. Know. <laughs> but then God still doesn't answer, yeah. you know. And then still God doesn't answer. But... You know, we need to understand that sometimes what didn't happen for you was probably best for you, you know. Mm -hmm. It was probably best for you. In the situation, you may not feel like that, but 
maybe years later you realize that God probably saved you from something. Yes. You know, so yes. at end with dates, you may feel anxious, you know, and sometimes your feelings are valid, you know. Yeah, yeah. Your feelings are valid because in the situation that they're in, a family member died. Yes. yes. A family member died. What are you going to say to that person that no understand them dying was for your good they'll look at you and be like what are you saying (laughs) this person was the breadwinner in our house you know what's gonna happen but at the end of the day uh the scripture you know isaiah 55 mentions that his his thoughts are higher than ours you know so god may see something the way we may not see it in the particular moment but it's for good at the end of the day Mm. so yeah Um, just to also touch on what Jesse said, um, the scripture does say um, in verses 14 to 15, Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Mm. And I am glad for your sakes that for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe nonetheless, let us go to him. So basically in layman's term, Jesus is saying, okay, I'm glad Lazarus is dead. Mm. And if I was Martha or Mary <laughs> in that moment, listen, <laughs> we are fighting. <laughs> we are fighting. Yeah. I am taking off Jesus' holy slippers and I am beating him <laughs> with him. <laughs> because I'm like, what do you mean in this moment when I am so broken? Yes. When yes. nothing about the situation is good. Yeah. How are you saying you are glad? for Mm. me in this situation you know and he was not only just speaking to martha and mary he was speaking to his disciples as well yes he was speaking to the jews that came to even be like "Mm, this guy recently healed the other man (laughs) his own friend he didn't come now us who's Mm. he's supposed to be our messiah yeah yeah. what is he gonna do for us Mm. you know now that leaves a question in everybody's mind like how good is this god if he let his friend die yeah then how about me who's so far in the line you know and that's the most painful part about praying for something and it expires in front of you and it's like I, God, it's not that I gave you this limited time, but this is the limited time we agreed on. <laughs> yeah. We both look at this, we looked at this time and we both said, okay, it's going to happen. And mm. you changed your mind. You should Come have changed, you, you should have changed my mind too. Yeah, like, why couldn't you treat me like Abraham where you let me know, listen, I'm changing the calendar. You, you're not going to experience your graduation this year. It will be next year. Ish. Maybe I wouldn't be depressed. Maybe I wouldn't be sad, you see. And, but the pain that sin has brought into the world, yeah. that pain that, yeah, these are the consequences of what one man's actions led to. Ish. And that yeah. was what he was weeping. He was yeah. not, like, for me, I feel like Jesus' weeping in that moment was bigger than just Lazarus' death. Yeah. It was the number of people that were not able to reach him in time yeah. or in that two days where their minds couldn't change, where their minds couldn't be altered. Yeah. So he was crying out for that pain. But immediately after that, he's like, okay, I'm a G. <laughs> I'm a G. Move the stone. Let's move the stone. <laughs> and like, you know, let's just come, come out. out. Yeah. And for me, firstly, side note, I don't understand how Jesus stood that smell. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it just also shows like the magnitude of God and Jesus is that even in a situation that is so 
that the world would even call disgusting. Because mm. no one would want to be near a decaying body. But Jesus stood before that tomb and was like, Lazarus, come out. Yeah. And he didn't stutter. He didn't like contemplate, should I or should I not? Yeah. He had that authority to alter an entire situation. Yeah. And that's, that's what I think the delays are supposed to look like and the attitude in our delay is supposed to look like. Definitely. That God will stand in a situation where we can't even understand and he will alter it immediately. Mm. So, yeah. So true. Thank you very much for that point. Um, so, I see you guys have we're probably asking yourselves, why is this episode so long? But please do tune in for a part two because there is a part two. Come back again. Bye.